If our purpose is to explore the archetypes, like love, truth, and beauty, then entrepreneurship is meant to be our exploration of the archetype of abundance. In today's episode, I speak with Dr. Amit Goswami, a theoretical quantum physicist, about how our businesses are our exploration of the abundance archetype, which includes more than physical wealth. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and I have with me again today, Dr. Amit Goswami, who started the quantum activism movement, as well as a educational institution, the Quantum Activism Vishwalayam in India. He's the author of several books and has found a solution, discovered a solution to the quantum measurement problem, and has been doing great things within the realm of quantum science and actually integrating that into our world and solving real human problems. Dr. Goswami, thank you again for joining me today. I'm delighted. So today we are going to dive a bit into what it looks like to explore the archetype of abundance through entrepreneurship. It's something that I've read and heard in some of your books, and I'm excited to dive into it because I believe that this particular topic intersects wonderfully with the work that I do and the people that I do that work with. My clients and a lot of the people in the audience for the podcast are people who feel as if their businesses align with a higher calling or like their soul's purpose in this life in terms of the archetypes that they're looking to explore. And so I wanted to know what you believe for a business that is exploring the archetype of abundance, a business that is in alignment with that CEO or that owner's purpose, what does that look or feel like, do you think? Okay, let me go back a little because the what how I become interested in problem of economics is because of the broad question. If we are you know, what quantum physics is telling us, that we are ego is a conditioned machine-like state that happens because of the nature of the brain, environmental conditioning, nature of the culture, society, and to some extent, even the genes contribute a little bit of that, the reason we are confused so much. So from this, we have to get to a quantum reality where it is a fact that we have oneness behind us, that's our source, and the oneness is with us because we are not always this way. We look at a flower, sometimes we get expanded. We look at sunset, we get expanded. We have a loved one, we get expanded. Mother and child, mother looks at the child, anytime she feels expanded. We cannot tell what the child feels, child is too small, but anybody who has picked up a baby, it's so easy to feel expanded. No, 
So where does that expansion of consciousness come from? If consciousness was an object, it would not feel that way. You cannot see an object, behave differently at different times, drastically different. And consciousness really is drastically different from one situation to this expanded situation. So this oneness must be part of the self. We have the ability of falling into this oneness self, call it quantum self. We have quantum self and the ego. Quantum self embraces everybody. How do I activate quantum self in my relationship with you? With that basic quantum idea, correlate. We correlate. We correlate how? Even now that is known, we meditate together a little bit with the intention that you and I will correlate. And that will simply simple that intention will correlate us. So if correlation is so simple and we agree that we can correlate and people live in the, living in the same society obviously should correlate, then we must also take care of this collective self that we develop by correlating the oneness together, the we that we have generated. So economics must be developed in such a way that it serves the I, individual, it also serves the we of the community that we build through correlation to each other. Democracy, by the way, is also a so- social system in which we agree to correlate. Without the correlation between the people of the democracy, democracy cannot exist. This is the problem in America today, by the way, because people have decided, no, I won't correlate with you. The white supremacists, for example, they won't correlate with anybody who is colored. Uh, so, you know, uh, males should not correlate with females especially with militant females who want some rights back. Submissive females they can accept. Right? Females want their personal rights. No. So in this way, we have created this, no, I don't correlate with you. So the division is real. There is one group, another group, third group, fourth group. Division is real. But democracy cannot operate with such unreal division. Again, we need that same thing. We need people to agree that, yes, Living in a democracy means you correlate with everyone that wants to correlate with you. And similarly, economy must be built on the not only the self-interest, which is the basis of capitalism, Adam Smith capitalism. We, the both producer and consumer, just serve the numero uno and nothing else. Selfish interest. That was a big, big mistake. We must also serve the community interest, the quantum self we that we are. So then my challenge was how to develop that. Quantum physics is teaching us another thing. It is teaching us that we are not just the material body. We also have the vital body full of life energies, the energy body, we can call it. And then we have the mental body. We can call it meaning body. Meaning cannot be processed by computers, by the way, which can make representations of meaning but they cannot think meaningfully. They can just think routinely in a logical way, algorithmically, but they cannot think meaningfully. Meaning is something that only humans can do. And of course, the archetypes, love, these are values. These are human values. They are not mechanical values. The machines cannot, the machines cannot process truth or love. So in this way, we have Bodies that the machine cannot process. Machine is just material. The humanness, to acknowledge the humanness, we must also serve the needs of these bodies. So we must 
not only serve the material needs, which is what we need for survival, mainly agreed, survival of the body, but we also need what we need to survive the vital, vital energies, what we need to survive the mind, namely meaning, and even the archetypes and spirituality that we need to survive the spirit, because that's our final body. So in this way, if we serve all five bodies, then businesses got to change the way they are acting right now. So one of the things that follows is that every profession that we have is based on the exploration of an archetype. What are the archetypes? There are nine archetypes. First, start the abundance. This is the fundamental archetype because without abundance, we cannot survive. Abundance has survival value. Second important archetype is power. We cannot survive without some personal power either. We have some fighting struggle that has to be done because survival it can be a competitive affair. And then, of course, uh, one archetype it is actually a higher archetype, but artists and musicians are a little bit ahead of time. So they discovered the archetype of beauty from the beginning. So those are the three archetypes that have occupied us from the beginning of civilization, abundance, power, and beauty. And then gradually came goodness and love. Goodness and love is what makes the archetype of abundance from survival-oriented to higher need-oriented. Not only I care for my survival because I love you, I also care for your survival. That idea of family value, that I have to take care of my family, I have to take care of my husband, my children. That is an expansion of abundance. People are getting reward for it, how? Because not only they have abundance in the form of material, like a house, like food to grow, but they also have abundance of love for their family. And community, that was included in those days. With the new mechanical way of we have built society, these communities are breaking down, difference of thinking, the distortion that people have, me-centeredness, too much information processing. This is breaking down the communities. So we don't serve the community self at all. How to expand the business? I found that it is so simple. All we have to do is to develop not only material enterprises, but also vital energy enterprises. Medicine is a great opportunity to do that because medicine, part of the healing is material, but part of the healing is of missing vitality. That's actually the major part. For example, in COVID, people think it is just the virus. No, it's after the virus has been conquered, even then people don't recover fully. They have mental and vital issues to deal with. And that vital issues is not dealt with by material medicine. No way. We have to have vital energy medicine. So you see, there is already a vital energy business built in, health, mental health. So, and then, then you get into service of justice. That's another big opening of businesses. We don't need prisons. We, what we need is place for people to change them, to save them from their psychopathy and sociopathy. And we can do it. Huge, huge saving of money because these prisons are such wastage of human capital. We can retrain those people. And that is the original idea of punishment. Yes, punishment, but not in this way. 
not making them a criminal. Punishment to so that they can repent and become better again. So we can change that too. And we can change the arts. We can, that is already a ready market for meaning. You know, books and entertainment, they're all processing of meaning. They're not processing of matter. Nobody wants to see the electrons jumping on this way, that way. <laughs> that would not be entertaining. They have to find meaning in what they're seeing. Old people are entertained by the meaning value, by the values that a movie is presenting, by the values that a particular website is presenting. Even for, you know, agreed, Instagram tends to be a little bit oriented towards physical body, but you know, when people have relationships, they're not just necessarily looking for physical body. They're also looking for a person will give me mental support, give me meaning, give me values, something to love, give me something to sacrifice my life for, or live my life together with this person for something. So these things are there, how to make them in my, uh, products of economic market. This is the challenge. I wrote a book, you have read it, I think, uh, Quantum Economics. So I laid out some of these ideas. And I found that Adam Smith capitalism is very easily modified to adjust to this way of doing things. And then we can do a wonderful thing that everybody talks about but doesn't know how to do it, which is develop a sustainable economics. When you do all this, when you include the subtle in your economy, subtle is infinite. And finally, Ruthie, this is the good news. It is very hard to think why should people give up the material pursuit that we have become so used to, because that also has its charm. If you want to feel high power, then your ready-made way is not to develop vital energy in the naval chapter. That takes time. That takes effort. That takes creativity. But if you take a little bit of cocaine, then immediately you feel, oh, I am the greatest in the world, right? Or if you hate somebody, and you have white color, then also you can think, oh, I'm superior to somebody. That's also pretty instant. Why do people hate others who, because of it fits their superiority complex that is built into our negative emotional brain circuit? So there's a lot of ways that the materialists get their kicks from. So it is very hard to convince them to change to a system where they have to meditate, they have to be creative, they have to do work to get the goodies of this particular worldview, which eventually will be happiness, eventually will be expansion of consciousness is great, but they don't know it, they cannot fathom it. But what is happening in this society right now is automization. Everything is becoming automatic. Computer robots, they're coming in in a major way. It is projected that by 2050, almost every mechanical job Truck driving is already over. In 10 years, all trucks will be automatic. But it's not just the trucks. All mechanical work will be automatic. Even elementary teaching, reading, writing, those skills, even elementary medicine uh, using, like today, most of the medicine is automatic anyway. They take your blood, they test it. The physician looks at the blood test what is deficient and accordingly gives you a prescription. Does it need any human intuition or human intelligence? No. A machine can easily do it. That part machine can do. 
So what does the human being do? Human being is the only one who can gauge your level of vitality. He can gauge the level of your satisfaction. Only he can heal your depression. Only a human being can heal your vital energy, lack of vital energy. Only a human being can heal your lack of spirituality. So those are the human jobs. Those are the human professions. Those are the human businesses that will flourish. It's just a matter of another few decades. This is 2020s, 2050s. That's the projection. Another 30 years and we have this mechanical age where we have to find things to do for human beings. What else but these other things? So we have great future, nothing to worry. Our job is to train people to do this as fast as possible. So your audience is very welcome. We have our course is called Quantum Science of Health, Prosperity, and Happiness. And we take the prosperity aspect very seriously. That's the business aspect. How to grow abundance. As I said, abundance combined with love, that really, really works for abundance. So abundance, you know, I mean, it's easy to see, don't you? I mean, look, we have many billionaires. One billionaire, of course, is very famous, creating a lot of havoc in this country. But billionaires, they want more money. If they have, they have so much money that they could not spend it in 10 lifetimes, let alone one. Are they satisfied? Are they happy? Are they, do they feel abundant? No, not at all. Always needing more, needing more, needing more. But if you have abundance on the other hand of love and of vitality, then you find that no, you are quite happy and you donate to people like myself. I'm not a rich person by any means, but you know, when we started this university, there was no way that it can break even immediately. So I've been supporting this university from my whatever personal income that I had for two years. Now it is becoming gradually self-sufficient, but I didn't hesitate to do it. And this happens when you have abundance in your heart. I love people. I love the world. I want to do the best I can to serve the world. This is the key. This is the key to the new business. So this is what we have to tell your friends, the audience, and this is what people need to, they already have the intuition. We have the know-how how to implement the intuition. We have the know-how how to be entrepreneur in the new field of health, mental health, and even business. We have one more episode with Dr. Amit. And if you haven't checked out his other two episodes, episodes 222 and 224, I highly recommend that you do. I also recommend that you check out any of the books in his catalog, but the one especially relevant to this particular episode is called Quantum Economics. If you read it, send me a message and let me know what you think. Talk to you again next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Defy the Status Quo Biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.